0: Good morning and happy Sabbath. Good morning. happy Sabbath. It's good to see each one of you. And uh, I'm sure that when, whenever we come together, it's so much better to worship God than by yourself. See how many talents we have, uh, musical talents in the church, people that can pray, people can tell children's story. But but without you, without the people, the church is just an empty building. Church it's it's people. And the head of the church is God Himself. Who are you? I remember watching a movie a long time ago. It it's called Folks. Uh, And it was a movie about son, daughter, and their folks. And uh, the father uh, was so much forgetful that every time he would see his son, uh, he he didn't know who it it was. It's kind of sad. But then uh, uh, his son would say, Dad, it's me, Johnny, your son. And then the the father would say, Johnny, my son, and they would embrace. And and that happened during the movie uh, uh, many times. Um, Who are we is very important. You know we all share one thing that someone gives us a name when we are born. Maybe later uh, you could change it, you could change it legally but names are so important. Um, It tells us uh, something about ourselves or what our parents wanted us to be. And sometimes God in the Bible uh, names people or renames them. I wanted to ask you if you know what your name means and share. If you know exactly what it means, because I don't know all the meanings. But you probably were looking one day for your name and said, oh, I want to know what it means. Okay. Um, My name has two meanings. My name is Suzanne, and in uh, French it means lily, and I uh, recently learned in uh, ancient uh, Egyptian it means lotus. Oh, beautiful. Lotus. Lotus. Lily and lotus, both beautiful uh, flowers, right? If we read the Bible much, we know what Daniel means. God is my judge. You probably know that if you have L at the end, that's usually where they put L at the end of name. So Daniel, L means God. So wherever you have name that has L in it, it has something to do with God. And of course, the the previous word that is compound word together means judge. So God is my judge. Italian? and what that means is mary of angels mary of angels beautiful beautiful thank you my middle name is morgan because they know that uh, they knew i'd be (laughs) hard-headed Well, and you admit that you probably are. (laughs) My name is Abigail, and it means Father's joy. Oh, beautiful, Uh beautiful. My name is Madeline, and it has something to do with like Mary Magdalene. Oh, very nice. So now we get to know a little bit about our names, which is important, important. Oh, my name's Linda, but it has a Y. Is that beautiful in Spanish? I don't know. (laughs) We know that uh, Abram was renamed, and he was High Father as Abram, and he became Abraham, which means the father of many, many, many nations, many people. And, of course, Sarah was renamed also, and uh, somebody else was renamed in the New Testament that we indebted to for many, many books of the Bible. That's Saul. Saul is a royal name, king's name, means uh, a tall man, above all the men, you know, higher than anybody, bigger and more powerful. So when he met Jesus Christ, he received a name which I am bearing too. Uh, in my language, Pavel is Paul, and Paul means humble, short also. Short, man and humble. <laughs> and um, we could see that uh, Paul lived to his new name too. Anybody else? All right, well, uh, once I read that a couple wanted to name their child, and I don't know why, I would not do that, but they wanted uh, to name him Hitler. <laughs> and uh, And uh, when they started registering, uh, the people opposed to to give the name uh, legally. so the couple took uh, took it to the court to fight in the court because they wanted. Hitler, that's uh, interesting. What does Hitler mean? Huh? What does the name Hitler mean? Well, I don't know what it meant before, but I know what it means now (laughs) to so many people that read the history and how awful the war was. Who are you is so important because it's our identity we're talking about here. Uh, we name people, children. We also name cities, and cities have significant names. If you're ever going to be in, uh, in, on the island of Anglesley in Wales, this is the city to visit, and that's the name. Uh, Jedediah, would you like to read and try to read this name? <laughs> It's kind of spelled on the bottom of how you should pronounce it, and good luck to you. So actually every word means something. So it's many, many words together. So it's not just gibberish, but it it, it means something. You can find out on the internet if you would like to. Remember, uh, Christ said to Cephas, uh, "Your name is going to be Peter, and Peter means rock. rock. It means rock. And he was the rock, the 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 big part of the church, early church, leading the church. Now, if you read the Bible." Um, Holy Bible, uh, we we read uh, that the Christians called themselves by different names. They didn't call themselves Catholics, Baptists, they didn't call themselves Pentecostals, uh, Charismatics, Methodists, Wesleyan, Lutherans, Calvinists, Presbyterians, Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists, or Mormons. How did people call each other in New Testament? something for us to take a look at. Because it is important for us if we live up to the name that actually the Bible called the the people of God. The first one that I chose uh, is we are called the ambassadors for Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.20. What does it mean to be an ambassador to any country You represent the country that you belong to. You build communication between the country that you represent and the country that you serve in as ambassador. Uh, As ambassador, you not only give the message from your king or or from your government, but you're kind of like a copy, an image of the king. You represent the king. You act accordingly. The way the king would act. And one of the greatest ambassadors of the Bible is Jesus Christ. Right? He represents his father. He said, I am and my father are one. So he came to show us the father. And the, the idea of the father in the Old Testament, the people thought that God is punishing us judging us that he has no compassion and no love for us. And that had to change. That's why Christ came. One of the missions that he had for three and a half years is to show us the Father, the character of God. So ambassadors, they build bridges. Christ built a bridge between us and the Father, between heaven and earth. Now, we are supposed to represent God in this world. We are ambassadors for Christ. That means that we have Christ in us. Next one, we're brothers and sisters. When I grew up, uh, I remember we called each other brothers and sisters, even though we were not uh, physically related, but spiritually we believed we are brothers and sisters. Today in the lesson we were talking about that how many times you heard recently somebody calling you brother or sister in church. Have you heard it? You heard it but we call, I think we we use it less and less and less. Uh, So I think it is important concept that we are brothers and sisters and should treat each other with love. to acknowledge those who work hard among you, uh, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. The next one is the temple of God. Know that you are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwells in you. Amen. That's very Im- important idea. The temple of God is not this temple, it's not the building, it's your body, and the way it's speaking here is, of course it's your mind, of course it's, it's everything that you are. So God dwells in you, in your spiritual and physical body, if that's the case, then whatever lifestyle we have, whatever we eat and drink is important, right? How we behave is important. Um, Because when you go to the temple, you have certain idea how to behave. Um, We don't do certain things here, like play basketball, for example. Even though if you take off these chairs, probably you you could. Right? But we don't do that. We don't dance here. Uh, We don't do other things here. Why? Because we believe it's a holy place. Mm -hmm. And our... Bodies, our minds, our souls, it's a a temple of God. The next one, we are his disciples. Now we don't call each other disciples. Even if you go to school and you have somebody you look after, a teacher, uh, we don't call ourselves disciples like people did in the past. Disciples. What does it mean to be a disciple in Jesus' time? Follower? Anything else? Accepting the teachings of. Bring others. Uh, pardon me? Bring others. Bring others to your teacher, right? And here is what it says Whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. When Christ took literally his cross, that was the instrument of death. So, Whenever he is asking us to bear our cross, what is that? It's a sacrifice, sacrifice to the world, to, to cells. So, whenever we are bearing the cross, we are bearing our sins, right? And where do we take it? We take it to the cross where God is dealing with it. So, when we go to Christ, we bring to him our sins. We come as, as we are. And he is going to change us. The Bible calls us also the friends of Christ. And it says in John 15:15, I no longer call yourself, you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. Friends. Just think about it. The God, the God who created us Calls us friends. We have very powerful friend. Let's not forget it. Very powerful friend. Our text that Jedediah read. Calls us kings and priests. Made us kings and priests unto God and his father. In Revelation. And it says in First Peter 2.9. You are a chosen people, royal priesthood. Now, th- this is an interesting concept. Do you know any people in the world, in the history, who were at the same time royalty, kings, or queens, and at the same time, priests? Just one person, right? One person in the Bible that at the same time was a priest and a king. Right. one that uh, Abraham paid And his name? Melchizedek. We don't know where he came from. We don't know what country he was a a, a king to. All we know, just a little story about Abraham meeting him. And many people believe that it was Christ himself. Christ who came and he was Melchizedek. We don't know for sure 100%, but that's what many people believe Christ was. Sometimes in the history, some kings wanted to be high priests, and they wanted to control the uh, political world and also religious world at the same time. And it didn't work for any of those attempts. So now God says that I want you to come boldly to the throne of my father, and we don't need priests for that. We, we can come because we are priests, all of us. We don't call it, each other priests, but we are ministers. In our church, we call uh, those that minister God ministers. So each one of us is a minister, and at the same time, we're kings and queens. Now, there is another one, another name for us. We are the lights of the world. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others. Whenever we go somewhere, people know that we are different. They can see that we are different. So, with this title, we are called New Creation in Jesus Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. New creation. If you ever meet Jesus, you cannot stay the same. You are going to be transformed. You are going to be changed. Now, this world is not ours. We are pilgrims and strangers here. We are just passing by. So we need to remember that our citizenship is where? In heaven. And this one is a very good title. We're going to be singing song at the end. Our closing song will be about redemption. As we are redeemed, as those who have been purchased and liberated, you are not purchased with corruptible things, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Many people say uh, salvation is, is, is cheap. It's, it's, it's free, but it's not cheap. Actually, salvation was brought to us with a very, very high price. Highest price in the world. There is no higher price than this. When Christ died for us, He paid it with His life and with His blood shed for us. And that's why we got adoption. We were adopted into God's family because what Christ did for us. Now we're called sons and daughters of God. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God and the Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again rather the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry abba father abba means daddy daddy in Aramaic uh, papa maybe you called it like I Grew up calling my dad, Papa. That's the language I spoke. Daddy. So he is our father. We are his sons and daughters. As sons and daughters, we are inheriting something that God himself has, which is (coughs) eternal life, eternal life. And the last one that we bear Many of us call each other Christians. However, if you suffer as Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. What Christian means is it's Christ who lives in you. That's what Christian means. You no longer live, but it's Christ who lives in you and through you. So a lot of Christians are doing disgrace to the message if we would all live up to the name if we would follow Christ christian's means is the one who is following jesus christ wherever he leads you if you would follow jesus christ wherever you go you have christ in you then uh, this world would be totally different world We would not have so many evil in the world if every Christian, you know how many Christians we have in this world? Almost 30% of the population. 2.2, 2.3 billion people claim themselves to be Christians. How does it change the world? How is it possible that 30% of the people cannot change the world? One person came, changed, 11, and then one more, 12, and then more disciples. When Jesus left, he had very few, but they changed the world because they they had Jesus. If we would have Jesus, we would change this world. So, my friends, disciples of Jesus, the temple of God, brothers and sisters, kings and priests, lights to the world, new creation in Christ. Pilgrims and strangers, you are redeemed, and sons and daughters of God. And one more that we need to say. The Bible calls us saints. Who are the saints? According to Catholic Church and Orthodox Church, it's special people. People who were probably lived uh, a prayerful life all their life. Maybe isolated from the world. They read the Bible. Maybe they wrote some writings. But they had a very, very, so to speak, saintly life. But Apostle Paul and the Bible calls us saints. So let's address each other as saints. (laughs) We are all saints. Why? Because... um, uh, our justification or sanctification actually comes from God himself. It is not our righteousness that makes us saints, but it is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He put our, on us his robe when we accepted him. Now, whenever you see a person, you see Christ in, in that person. And that makes us saints. Amen? Amen. So let's live, live up to the name that we have. All of these names are so important and they underlie one thing. You have relationship with God and you have relationship with people and it's a loving relationship. It's based on love. And with this thought, let's uh, sing together the song, Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Hymn number 337. for the prayer. Father in heaven, it's so great to be together, to gather by your word today and listen to the names that you give to us, followers, sons and daughters, to those that call ourselves Christians, meaning Christ-like. We really want one thing is to have relationship with you and to have relationship with one another that is based on love, forgiveness. We want uh, to care for one another. We want to care for those people who are in this world dying uh, to sin. So today, as we go back to our homes, uh, to our families, help us to remember all of those names that you are calling us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.